Hey, what's up everybody? I hope you're having a good day so far. And today I'm gonna to talk about the problem with our current credit card system. Now, I know that in today's day and age, you need credit to survive. If you wanna buy a house and get a mortgage, you're gonna need a credit score. If you wanna get an auto loan, credit score, personal loan, anything that you want to borrow, lenders are gonna to wanna to see that you have a, a decent score and the mix and the types of credit and the number of accounts and I'm gonna walk through my thoughts and how I think this can be improved for the future. Now, the first thing is types of credit sources is 10% of your total credit score. Now, personally, I don't agree with this at all because they're pretty much saying, hey, uh, Paul, all you have is credit card or cycling credit card debt. You don't have credit card debt and auto debt and personal loan debt. They wanna see different types of credit and that contributes to your score being higher. So I think the system is kind of created to keep us smaller and to keep us in debt because a lot of people, they can't handle different types of debt. You know, some people, they should just stay out of debt altogether because it will give them more prosperity because they can't handle how, how the system works. Why can't we just have sound money and just pay people the full value? Why do we need to do everything on credit? So I think the types of credit sources is one thing that I think, one thing that I think needs to be improved. The next thing is the number of accounts. So, so the way that your credit score works, if you have more accounts and you show that you're good at paying more accounts, then it shows that you are a better borrower and it helps increase your score. I think that's ridiculous because I know some people that have one credit account on their credit card and they will never get an 850 score because of that, even if they're 100% accurate with their payments. I think that's broken. I think the system's broken when they want you to take out more and more credit accounts and it's like, honestly, I just need, to be honest, I need one or two. That's it. I don't need 11 or 12, but it per Credit Karma, Equifax, TransUnion, Experian, per creditcard.com, all these places, they're pretty much saying, no, you need more accounts and you need to show that you're better at paying these. It, it looks, it's kind of broken to me. The next thing is this, sign up bonuses and rewards. It's like, they wanna get you hooked in. Hey, if you spend $1,500 in three months, then we're gonna get you an extra $500 or $300. Yeah, that sounds good, but how many people are spending that money just to get the bonus? Like, yeah, if you have to spend that money on a kitchen repair or something, okay. But if you're going out of your way just to spend money in a stupid way to get that extra money, that's not right. Like, you should focus on your net worth and your total assets, not spending and spending just to get the little amount extra uh, that the company gives you. I think rewards entice people like, oh, look at I got more miles or, you know, the credit, I think the saver card with credit, capital one it is, the saver card, it actually gives you three to 4% back on fast food and restaurants. The thing with this is it's like, like, you're getting a lot back, but you're also spending stuff when you could be making food in. I get it. Like if you're a business traveler and your company's expensing you for that, okay. But like a lot of people, they just eat out too much and then they're paying extra money because they could have made that food at home. And yeah, you're getting 4% back, but your net worth is going down.
that's that's another thing that I see. And you know, I see it with Miles. I see it with, hey, I need to hit this reward. I need to hit this bonus. So I need to spend more. This is all done by design. They, they there's a lot of a smart accountants and a lot of smart people behind the scenes that are throwing out these rewards and enticing you to spend more. When in reality, it's working for the company that's issuing the cards. I think a lot of people also, the problem with credit cards is they treat it like an emergency fund. They don't have six to 12 months of cash on hand. Rather, they're like, well, if something happens, I have a credit card. And they make the case, well, it's 0% APR, or well, it is a situation where I can pay it back just quickly. Well, what if you can't? What if the interest rate, which the average interest rate's between 27 and 30%, is too high to get out of that hole again? Well, then what are you gonna do? Well, you're gonna have to get a second job, you're gonna have to sell stuff you care about. There's a lot of stuff that happens and it's not it's not cool to be in a situation like that. So I think never treat your credit card like an emergency fund. I know sometimes people get away with it a couple times, but the point is just have the cash. Right now, yields are high. You can get 5% on your cash in a risk-free way. So that's one thing I recommend over using a credit card like, a, like an emergency fund. Um, the last thing is hidden costs. So if you miss a payment or you don't, you know, maybe certain places don't accept Discover or Amex or there's other costs that you may be unaware of. For example, if you're paying a bill and they find out you have credit card, you're going to pay three to 5% higher. A lot of insurances do this, rent, a lot of places, they'll charge you 3% higher just because you're paying with card. Well, the reason why they're doing that is because they need to pay 3% higher because it's something called an interchange fee. And the let's just say I'm Dutch Brothers Coffee and I'm charging $100, I'm getting $100 of income. I'll only get $97 of that income if I'm receiving payments with Amex, Discover, Visa, MasterCard. That $3 over that $100 of income is going straight to those middlemen for doing nothing. Yeah, you can make the case of chargebacks and fraud protection and blah, blah, blah. Point is, at scale, they're doing this. And so that's why certain places, they'll actually make you pay more. Even grocery stores, they won't say it, but they'll charge you a little bit more because they know that they have to foot the bill. These merchants have to foot the bill. And guess what they're doing? They're passing it back on to you. So overall, I think there's a lot of problems with our credit card system. I don't like how you need a whole bunch of types of credit. Why can't I just have one? I don't like how I need a whole bunch of accounts. Why can't I just have one? The sign-up bonuses and rewards, they may feel good, but in reality, it's harmful to your net worth. People treat it like an emergency fund, and it's like playing with snakes. Maybe you can get away with it once or twice, but in, in the end, it's going to bite, and it's going to hurt, and it's going to be hard to get out of that situation. Lastly, the hidden costs. They won't say it. They'll never say it, but there are hidden costs associated with using a credit card, and those costs are interchange fees. Anyways, guys, I hope you really enjoyed this. Let me know your thoughts. Satsmates is my podcast. I really love how I'm working on it the past couple of weeks. I have uh, Instagram, Satsmate. I have Twitter, Satsmate. Please be sure to give it a follow. 
And I hope you guys all have a good rest of your day and week. Later.